Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. We've been talking about relationships the past couple of episodes, what we call modern love. And that is really just about understanding where relationships are evolving. And so what we're trying to do and what we've been doing since season one is getting to the root of all the dysfunction and every single relationship we have, whether it be to ourselves, our families, our friends, partners, Because to be honest, it's all the same. It really is all the same. It's all an extension of the same issue, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean is that, you know, for those who have certain karmic themes, so for example, unlovable, you're looking for love outside of yourself from lots of different people in lots of different ways. And some may seem like they're working because you've gotten into some kind of, you know, dynamic, and some may not. So some people might have problems with partnership, and others might have problems with family. Some people might have problems with career, and other people might have problems with finances. But they're all still relationships. Exactly. And so the core is always the same, which is, where am I not good enough, and where am I giving away my power? Mm -hmm. And so really, when we talk about love... Love isn't, and you know, we've spoken about this a lot, but you know, just to recap, I guess, love is shining our light for others to see. Yes. And that was all season three for everyone. Love as we discuss it, and as it's been sort of teaching us through the seasons is that it's the capital L love, this great, vast experience and verb, as you said, right? And so because it is We're looking at it from the perspective of it doesn't require someone else to trigger it in us. No, in fact, it's kind of the opposite. Right. So a lot of the examples that have happened to me where I've learned what love is Mm -hmm. are things like making a choice that feels right to me, Mm -hmm. acting in a way that is in accordance with my consciousness, Mm -hmm. being in my integrity, Mm -hmm. being in joy. Yeah. No, that's it. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and those, all those things are experienced within me first. But the thing is, and what we're not saying is that love cannot be shared. No, no. no. And that's really key because I think that we can almost get whiplash with the different interpretations and teachings around love, right? You got to love yourself first, or you got to put yourself first, and then you have to know yourself first. And, you know, love is love, blanket concept, right? It just exists. And in order to know it, we need to be able to experience it first, as you said, on our own. Like you said, it was it's it's when you're in your integrity and you're making choices, right? It's all in your being. Yeah. And emanates from your being. And that's why it cannot come from someone else. You know, I spent a lot of my life looking for that love. And I knew on some level that love was really important. Mm -hmm. But because of growing up in the separation and polarity Mm -hmm. and growing up with what we were told love was, Mm -hmm. which was submissive, it was in service, it was sacrifice, it was martyrdom, it was owed. It was was a whole lot of shitty things. It It was was terrible. And a lot of unhealthy No, and so that was what I perpetuated, but that was never love at all. No. Love is very simply being in my divinity, and I call being in my divinity honoring myself Mm -hmm. and knowing that I am powerful enough to make choices for myself 
and know that I am powerful enough for those choices to work out in my favor. Exactly. And I won't be punished for making choices for myself. Right. So you can't be in your divinity and in your power mm-hmm. when you're asking someone else to bestow your power to you because mm. that's not power at all. No. And so love isn't some kind of experience or a state no. of being. It's literally just how we wield our power. Yeah. And it's not to be, you know, when we say that it emanates from us, it doesn't mean that it can't be inspired by someone else. Of course. All we're saying is that it cannot depend upon someone else. No. Right? Because if someone else takes it, if someone else is able to take our love away from us, mm-hmm. then it was never our love at all. Yeah. And I know that sounds, you know, when you were talking about how that there's a lot of chat about you've got to love yourself first and all that kind of stuff. And I know we're going to talk about this in the future where yes. actually that kind of self-love can almost become toxic toxic in another form of abuse because true love is honoring where you are at in that moment, exercising compassion yeah. and wielding your power from that place. Yeah. So really all the times where I was looking for love and looking for partnership and looking for relationship, what I was really looking for was the ability to exercise my love, yeah. which effectively means to be able to exercise my power. Yeah. And that doesn't work with someone else. It doesn't. It can be shared by someone else that I know I care about you. Therefore, my choice mm-hmm. is inspired by that. But it's not dependent on that. Mm. You know, I find that for so long, I kept myself in a prison yeah. where I was looking for the one thing that I thought would make me happy. But Whole, actually, complete. Everything. <laughs> make, well, but to be honest, what I really meant was I thought it was the one thing to make this life bearable, mm-hmm. right? Worth living. Well, that was always the point of love in 3D separation was what made life bearable, exactly. right? But because then- it saved us. It gave us purpose. It gave us protection, Right, we was a reason, but Uh that was not love. That was just another way for someone to save us Mm -hmm. under the guise of love. And we bang on about this constantly. But (laughs) if we look at what is the point? What is the point of all of this? Right? What is the point of our karma? What is the point? Oh, I was like, that's a really loaded question. Is is, that what we're talking about? What is the point of everything that's happened in these past couple of years? Mm -hmm. What is it? Well, my belief is that the point is for us to realize that the more we give our power away, Mm -hmm. the smaller our world becomes. Mm -hmm. And the more we hold our power and recognize it, the bigger our world becomes. The more possibilities and things can happen, experience, know, you know, our world is so much richer. And there are, growing up, as we, most of us have, in a world where most of our power, we gave it away. Well, we never had it in the first place no, is, really the, yeah, is really true. the awful truth of yeah. it all. And to answer that rather large, loaded question of what's the point of our karma, etc., it's for our growth and evolution. It is why we're here. Well, yeah, you say that, and I heard, I hear that. <laughs> but I know that when I was locked in my karma, that just made me think of lessons being pain. But um, lessons have been pain, because until we burn out 3D, we're ignoring our pain. And that's the thing where I would say that the point of our karma wasn't to hurt us into submission. No, not at all. The point of our karma was to show us where we weren't in power so we could take it back. Yeah. And one of the biggest places that we have been so out of our power mm-hmm. is in relationship. Yeah. 
because of the rhetoric around it. Oh, yeah. Because of the expectation around it mm -hmm. and because of our understanding of it. Yes, and, and all so, of that conditioning and, and socialization. It, becomes, yeah, it yeah. becomes this ridiculous cycle where we are looking for love mm -hmm. in the one place that perpetuates what love is not. <laughs> yes, I need to know that that person is interested in me and all these romance dating rules are going to tell me that. I used to think that unless I behaved perfectly, unless I was the perfect, I looked perfect, I acted perfect, I responded perfect, I react, you know, reacted, acted, everything. Mm. That was how I was going to be loved. Mm -hmm. But if we believe that love, exercising our power, being in our divinity, is about being wholly ourselves, the very nature of all those things takes away from it. And the whole point of all of that is to always be able to turn around and say, If this is really making me unhappy, why? What am I doing? What am I not doing? Right? So those are also really critical lessons in our own growth. Well, that's when we thing, find ourselves it? in those scenarios. And yet, instead of actually confronting all of that, instead, you know, we have a plethora of dating podcasts and influencers are going to tell us exactly what to do, the absolute correct formula that is going to land us that person and get us out of this horrible singledom that we find ourselves. If you want to attract someone who responds yes. <laughs> to yeah. manipulation and power games because they don't feel good enough, mm -hmm. then that's what you're going to get. Yeah. You know, where I was definitely following every single rule, making up a fuck ton of my own, listening to everyone else's opinions, making them rules too. And then all of a sudden I kind of stopped and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Do I want a relationship that's based on manipulation yeah. and an oscillation between master and slave, depending on who's texted who last? Yeah. And then complaining when they don't see you for who you are. Yeah. Because that inevitably comes. Well, that's You problem, don't see me. They don't know me. And I think... Well, how could they know you? You never showed them who you were. Ever. And that's not what a true relationship is. No. But to be fair, we never knew. No. It really wasn't until this lifetime that it could finally enter our consciousness that something was amiss in that dating relationship marriage paradigm to, you know, for us to really wake up and say, there's something so wrong with all of this. And we couldn't because we were so stuck in 3D that if we did become conscious, can you imagine the dissonance? One of the upsides, if we were to say that, of 2020, in a lot of that forced time alone, a lot of being alone at this moment, has also kind of removed our interactions with other people physically. And in doing that, really forced people to be in their own energy, which a lot of people really weren't used to. Now, the key to that and why it was so important and beneficial is because we all need to be in our own energy. We need to know not only who we are, but we actually need to be able to feel ourselves just for ourselves. And so now what relationships are moving forward is, can I exist in my own energy and be in someone else's energy at the same time? And the one thing that we're going to see, we started to see it this year, but we're going to be seeing it in the coming years, like in like quite immediately, is a lot of people aren't going to be ready to deal. So there's going to be a period where people are going to opt to be alone and in their own energy, as opposed to wanting to share with someone else. And so this idea of quote unquote love relationships are going to end up taking a back seat to more platonic type connections. 
which is why I think that's why Guidance had said a while ago, I don't know if we'd put it in an episode or not, but you will start to see these numbers drop in terms of birth rates and marriage rates. People are just going to want to take a break because whatever all of this is coming out of the bullshit of 2020 and the clear bullshit of 2021 is what the fuck? I don't need, I don't need this. I'm just going to go sit in my corner by myself. Thanks. I believe that the only time we are truly ready to create connection with someone else yes. is when we are in our power. Exactly. Because then we know we're choosing the other person mm-hmm. rather than fearing being alone. And those are two very different things. One involves settling and one involves creation. You know, one involves destroying our soul and one mm-hmm. involves creating more love. And that is a very big difference. And only when I was able to fully realize that no, nothing ever is worth losing who I am was then when actually I was able to connect and share my love. Mm-hmm. It was only then. Because we do so fearlessly. At that point, we are fearless to be vulnerable, to feel those feelings, mm-hmm. to share those feelings, yeah. to allow ourselves to share all of ourselves with someone else. Well, that's why love is so addictive in that respect is that it reminds us that we're capable of so much. I mean, of pretty much everything yeah. when we're that connected. And that's the thing. We can't really be that connected when we're holding so much pain and fear no. around not being connected. And mm-hmm. I think for me, the main lesson, like I've had more periods in my life where I've been alone than not. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it now, I would say that being alone in those moments, as shitty as they were in times, or as freeing as they were in times, because I just didn't appreciate it, right? Being Sometimes being alone allows you to get up and go, allows you to do whatever the fuck you want. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I didn't realize or appreciate that those were what allowed me to then share myself. When you are not grounded in your own energy, you're so easily swayed by the energies of others. Yeah. I know that I would have hated hearing this, but... Ooh, tell me. It really is okay to be alone for a bit. Oh, it is. It's so important. And actually embracing it probably gets you out of there faster. (laughs) Everything feels so life or death at this moment because 3D is dying. And so along with that are so many of our concepts and paradigms and tent poles that helped prop up 3D separation of polarity. And of course, so that feels, that makes, especially our egos are like, but wait, what about me? Am I going to have to go with it? And yes, a part of you will. Yes. But the part of you that made you unhappy. Yeah, even though you don't think it did. Yeah. Yeah. That de- definitely contributed to your unhappiness, even the though it seems like it was the, the thing that actually is, prevented your unhappiness. Yeah, the irony is the part of you that's going to die are the painful parts, the parts that cause you pain. But you've got to be brave enough to let them go. Mm -hmm. And if you're not ready, you will be. Just trust that that will happen when it's time. Yeah, and embrace it. What happens then when everything dies? What's left? (laughs) Well, as as we said in previous episode, we kind of talked about modern love, right? And what that sort of love relationship paradigm will begin to look like in the initial years of 5D oneness, right? And again, 5D oneness is not this thing that just sort of arrives and you cross the threshold and say, I am here. It is something that comes through us, right? As we divest ourselves of all of our 3D habits and patterns and behaviors, and along with it, 
our karma and fear and ego, because that's what karma is allowing, right? All of those patterns to go as well. We're going to be seeking new connection. And again, this will really be after we've dealt with the trauma and the initial memory of what it has been like to not connect to people. It's going to take relearning a lot. And so moving forward, connection is going to be love, as we described, but also can just be as simple as caring. I care a lot about this person. I don't see us together, not for any superficial reason, but my vibe is telling me that their vibe is not going to necessarily fit with me for too long. But we're cool now, right? And it's okay. I think that a healthy short-term thing is more ideal and healthy for people as opposed to the, I'm going to hold out for the certain long-term thing. Because what's really important for people to understand is there's no more certainty, as in the sort of definable, quantifiable time frame in which they are going to meet their future person that they and their hearts know is you know, is there, and then they're just going to wait and wait and wait. That doesn't work anymore. As we discussed in since episode one of this season is it's all about now time. If it's fitting in every which way right now, go for it. Even if it's not fitting within your long-term plan, because the odds are about 99.9% odds that that plan is just going to blow up anyway, as we know. And sacred friendship will be the other kind of connection we're going to be having because friendships are shifting. They're changing. They're falling by the wayside as 3D goes. If one person sheds more fear than the other, they stop being so compatible. Right. So it might be that friendships will fall by the wayside forever. It might be friendships will fall by the wayside for a little bit. Exactly. There's just about... The, the thing is, like we often have associated friendships with containers. When it's just you and me, that's it. We are just besties. But in 5D, when love is this very expanded version, we're in flow. So I connect to you. I will always have this kind of sacred connection to you, even if I don't see you. We will always know. Sort of Kurt Vonnegut in Time Quake, I think it was um, Kilgore Trout had said when he was saying goodbye, was like, you know, we'll be the two stars in the sky, always aware of each other, but never touching. And I always really found that beautiful, that there are some where even if you're not in constant contact or see each other, that there's always going to be an awareness that there's something special there. Mm. Those will become much more present for people because relationships were really about what I want and need from you. And how do you reflect my greatness back to me? And so any friendship or relationship that was really rooted in ego will go because it will become, am I choosing fear? Am I choosing love? What have I chosen? What world do I want to live in? Mm -hmm. Your small one, my big one. Yeah. Or our big one. Exactly. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.